Hey everybody, welcome back. This is part two of uh, week one matchups and starts and sits. All right, we're going to start off with the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Buffalo Bills. We're going to do a little different. We're just going to go over uh, who you would start and sit and stuff like that. Uh, the quarterback situation, who you're going to start, who? Ben Roethlisberger or Josh Allen? Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Yeah, I'm a huge. Um, I'm with you. I, I like Josh Allen. He, in my opinion, I was hoping he would get MVP this year. But he got beat out by Aaron Rodgers, of course. But a guy that just took over the offense by passing and rushing. For sure. Um, it was tremendous. He was a top fantasy football player last year. And I, I think he can re repeat that with, I mean, they didn't upgrade the running back position for him. And uh, he literally gets better every year. I mean, the kid has gotten better every, every year. year. He's a big guy. He kind of reminds you of Ben Roethlisberger, Roethlisberger. With, with his size and his yeah. uh, arm strength. Arm strength and Maybe being able to, more, to take hits and stuff like that. Um, but I, 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 I would can Big Ben this week, it's hard if you have a decent backup with um, a better matchup, I think, because the Bills' defense is a stout defense. Yeah. And uh, – and they got that running back Najee Harris as well. So, Big Ben had, does look good this year, though. I mean, yeah. he looked good in preseason. His arm looks healthy. Yeah, and that's something that I know is concerned a lot of people. And the offensive line, I've trashed them and trashed them and trashed them. They have not looked bad. So, uh, but definitely, I mean, if you're picking between starting these two quarterbacks, definitely. Um, he had forty. He had four thousand five hundred and forty-four yards last year. 37 passing touchdowns, 10 interceptions, and uh, he had 421 yards rushing and eight touchdowns as well. So, I mean, that if you, he's definitely, if not the top quarterback. Yeah. If, and uh, behind Patrick Mahomes or whatnot, depending on pick your poison. Kind if of Josh guy. Allen is the number one quarterback in the NFL for me, as far as fantasy goes. Um, yeah. But Big Ben's gonna have. I think it'll be. A, they got a new offensive coordinator, of course. But with Najee Harris, they're gonna run the ball a little bit more, and I think he'll have just a little bit of a problem with that Bills defense. So, uh, so the quarter or the running back situation, you got Najee Harris for the Steelers, and then you got Singletary and Moss and Breida for the Bills. Would you start anybody from the Bills? Not against Pittsburgh's defense. Their linebackers are fast, man. Yeah. And I just, you know. They should have Bush back as well. He tore his ACL. And, they um, had, uh, they just traded for a guy from Jacksonville as well as the linebackers. I mean, I'm not, you know, yeah, and uh, Watt just got paid. Yeah. Um. So Which Big Ben took less money so they could actually pay him. That's, yeah. And that's, that's a, you know, that's kind of stuff you like to see in, in right. football. But, uh. Yeah, the, and, and, you know, the Bills have not shown that they can run the ball effectively right. and often. I mean, which is why Josh Allen has to do what he does. But, uh, and, you know, Najee Harris, you know, I watched, you know, a little bit in preseason stuff. I'm not sold on him yet. I, I, I like, I usually am big on uh, Pittsburgh running backs just because they've seemed like they've always right. performed. The one well, thing that, that worries me about Najee Harris is the offensive line there in Pittsburgh. And That's what I mean. It's it hasn't looked bad in in uh, preseason, you know, because I thought it was just going to be abysmal. Yeah. But, um, you know, I know a lot of people took Najee early. 
you know. Yeah, he you was know. he was either a second or a third round pick for sure, and he wasn't getting past that third round. But Pittsburgh has always been able to run the ball right. pretty effectively, so. I mean, I don't They'll see. Find a way. Yeah, I think out of them three guys, you want to start him, even though Bill's defense is stout. Uh, he's gonna get his. He will get quite a bit of carries. Yeah, because Tom was not the guy to just give up on. I mean, he's you know, oh, it's not working. Let's just do this. You know, right. he's gonna keep pounding the ball. He to take him to take that guy off his game plan would be very hard to do. Right. He's a very disciplined coach. I mean, Singletary last year only had six hundred and eighty-seven yards rushing, two touchdowns, and Zach Moss was less than that. He had. 481 yards rushing and but he did he was more of their running back kind of in the red zone he had four touchdowns so oh that's tough I mean I would stay away from any Bills running backs right right now yeah um I wouldn't start him this week against Pittsburgh and uh just see what happens with them later down the road so I think we both agree with Najee Harris for yeah, sure 100%. absolutely um Moving on to the wide receivers position, you got Stephon Diggs for the Bills side, Cole Beasley, Be- Beasley, sorry, um, you got Gabriel Davis as well, who's a deep threat. Um, they don't have John Brown anymore; he's a free agent. Um, and then on the Steelers, you got Claypool, um, Juju Smith, and then you got Johnson as well. Out of those, who has the better chances of putting up points? Man, you know that's rough because even with with Buffalo, they got what's his name too, uh, Manuel Manuel Sanders. Sanders. Right now, would that benefit or hurt Stephon Diggs' fantasy value? Yeah, I think right now that Stephon Diggs is is a top five wide receiver. Oh, absolutely, for sure, absolutely. And him and Josh Allen's got a connection, um, and I think yeah, I. He had 166 targets last year, 127 receptions, and 1,500 yards with eight touchdowns to go along with it. I mean, PPR leagues and stuff, this guy's going to go crazy. Yeah, yeah. He's going to get around that 10 catches a game. Without question. I Diggs is a guy that – I'm not going to say – I'd say that he surprised me. I can't say he surprised me, but – I wasn't, like, sold when he went there. I was like, okay, well, you know, because he had such good years in Minnesota. They just wanted – but he's shown that, I mean, that guy's a stud. He I mean, a stud, and he gets open. Um, I imagine that he'll get some double teams in there. Um, Cole Beasley, I don't think he'll be much of a factor this game. I think you'll see more of Emmanuel Sanders in that slot role. Um, and then, of course, you got Gabriel Davis running outside deep, which he's, uh, he's a guy that um, – could get you a a sixty yard touchdown pass, yeah. And uh, but I mean, as far as picture wide receivers go, if you have any of the three, you start them because yeah. I they're all, you know, I'm a Claypool fan this year. I'm really big on him. You know, he's really shown. I you know last year he kind of came as a little bit of a surprise to a lot of people. I think. Yeah, because he added it on to the running game as well. Yeah, he can run the ball at, on the jet sweeps and stuff, and then. He had four touchdowns in one game. He's a huge deep threat. Uh, healthy Ben Roethlisberger. Um, yeah, so. But my sleeper, a guy that I would put in my flex if I had him, but I messed up and wasn't able to draft him in any of the leagues, even though all my mocks I was trying to get him is Juju Smith-Schuster. I think he has something to prove this year, and I think he's going to get a lot of targets. He's going to work the slot, and, um, yeah, I think that he'll be the – 
the better out of the three wide receivers this year. With Ben back with him and Ben, they got a they got a nice little hookup. They got a good connection. So I mean, Juju last year had eight hundred and thirty one yards on ninety seven catches, and he had nine touchdowns, which is kind of quiet for him. Yeah, but I mean, man, he's gonna. I think he's gonna have a heck of a year this year, and uh, that's without Ben too. Yeah. Um, and then. You know, Johnson, of course, is there. He had 144 targets last year, 88 receptions. He led the league in drop passes last year, I believe. Uh, he had 923 yards and seven touchdowns. He's another guy that you could start because he probably was drafted higher than the other wide receivers. Yeah, he another guy that snuck up on people last year. Nobody was really expecting. Right. Um, and then Claypool. I mean, if any, if you guys have one of those three guys, I would – I would oh that's tough. That Bills defense is tough. Um I mean Claypool, I don't know. I would definitely start Johnson and Juju Smith cuz they're going to get a lot of the targets. I think uh Claypool will be the deep threat and I think that he probably has a chance to get an open in this game, but with the Bills defense being as tough as what it is, I think yeah. It's going to be a, that's going to be a fun game to watch. For and, uh, uh my sleeper in this game, I would say Eric Ebron, yeah. Even though they got they drafted that uh, that rookie from uh, where was he Penn State or something? I don't know. I might be wrong, but uh, and he scored two touchdowns in one preseason game. I think Eric Ebron is is a guy to keep an eye on. So, but who do you got in this game, Bills or Pittsburgh? Oh man, uh, my heart says Pittsburgh, but the mind says Buffalo. I, I, I'm taking Pittsburgh. By 10. All right, I'm, I'm going to take the Bills, and I think it's going to be closer than that. I think it's going to be like a 17-21 game or even a 21-28 game. But I think the Bills will edge it out with their defense. So moving on is the San Francisco 49ers versus the Detroit Lions. Quarterbacks Jimmy Garoppolo or Jared Goff. Um, oh, boy. I mean, I don't think many people – drafted Jared Goff so I mean against that 49ers defense I would not even consider it with Jared Goff on the other hand depending on how your draft went and who like if you would take quarterbacks late you could start Garoppolo because he's gonna have a healthy he um Kittle and uh Debo Sanders is back and what's his name's a little banged up Brendan Ayuk but uh yeah so and they gotta they're gonna have a good run game so there's gonna be a lot of play actions and he knows he has to perform well. Otherwise, Trey Lance is going to come in there and steal his job. Yeah, if you got to pick between these two, definitely Garoppolo. I mean, he's got he's got a lot more talent, uh, and you know the whole you know. We just don't know about Detroit yet. We don't really, nobody really knows about golf yet because you know when he wasn't in McVay's system, the first year he was with Fisher, that was terrible. You know, I mean, he, he's a bust. He's this, you know. McVeigh though has the tendency to make people look good, but he's not with McVeigh anymore, so I would not start golf for any reason whatsoever. Yeah, I don't even know if he's on teams. I wouldn't even yeah, we'll just disregard that one. Um, so yeah, we'd say Garoppolo. I mean, he's probably just a backup. I wouldn't start him this week against Detroit's defense. Because no, I mean um, if if there is one thing that I think Detroit might I think their defense is gonna be decent this year. Not, yeah. I mean, they're not going to be shutting people out. It's nice. They finally have a coach that they want to play for. And 
and when you get a coach like that, for some reason, their defense is just right. You know what I mean? They just get jacked up and um. But anyways, yeah. So we would go with um, Garoppolo. Garoppolo for sure. So uh, the running back situation, though, um, that one. I mean, you got Mostert, who's. I mean, I think a must start this week for sure. Um, possibly number two running back, even a flex if you have him, because he's going to run the ball quite a bit. He will have Sherman behind him, but uh, I think Mostert's going to get a lot of the carries. And then on the other side, um, Swift is coming off an injury. I can't remember if it's a groin or a hamstring, but either way, he missed a lot of time during training camp and preseason and stuff like that. I, I don't I think he might be on a limited basis. And that's a guy that you could possibly think about maybe sitting against the 49ers defense with the little injuries that he has. Um Jamal Williams though on the other hand could possibly be a sleeper in this game. But I mean I that's just the thing. We just don't know much about the Detroit Lions as of right now and Jared Goff to even consider starting one of these running backs. When people have high hopes for Swift. I That's mean, a right. lot of people have banked on nobody drafting him early, picking him up late, and then him end up being a, a a great running, you know, great fantasy option. But I, uh, yeah, I I think, uh, man, I don't. I think if Swift play, I mean, he plays the whole. You know, I think he's. I think he. I think, man, that's a good defense though. It is a good defense. Uh, I guess I stay away from. I guess I stay away from any Detroit running back, in the, at least in this game. Swiss finished with five hundred and twenty-one yards, and but he had eight touchdowns, so that that helps. Um, he also can catch the ball, unless it's the first game of the season, and he could have won the game, but he <laughs> dropped it in the end zone. Uh, he had forty-six catches last year, three hundred and fifty-seven yards, and two touchdowns. But like I said, he has a little bit of an injury going on with his hamstring or his groin. And I would lean towards the 49ers running backs than the Detroit Lions, at least this week, and figuring out, kind of seeing what the Lions do this year. Yeah. So, all right, jumping to the wide receivers, though. Um, the 49ers wide receivers, Debo Sanders, Brandon Ayuk, even Kittle as well. Uh, Kittle is a must-start for me. Oh, yeah. If you have him, you start him, and I think he's going to put up some points. It was, I would hate – to play someone right now that's going to have Kittle week yeah. one. Yeah. Um, Debo Sanders as well. He's going to come in there, and he's going to be Samuels. Isn't it Debo Samuel? Yeah. What am I saying, Sanders? Yeah, it's all right. I just, uh, my, my bad. I, no, you're uh, good. I just Samuels. Uh, he's going to get a lot of the he'll, – he'll get some jet sweeps and catch the ball and stuff, and uh, he's healthy as of right now. And Brandon Ayuk has a little – hammy situation or groin as well which is kind of tough for guys in that uh wide receiver running back situation so but i mean debo sanders i'd start him too i think that he'll get a lot of um, opportunities yeah well. like i said i've always i always kind of i've i kind of put him like in a, in a like in a pure garçon type of thing when when he was with with shanahan and yeah wide receiver screens things like that yeah I Debo all the way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd start Kittle and Debo for Sam Debo Samuels, um, there. 
And just so that's everybody right. knows, the person that's playing is somebody that has George Kittle, but that would be I'm playing somebody who has Kittle. <laughs> so. Well, good luck with that. Yeah. And then on the Detroit Lions side, I like TJ Hawkinson. I think he's oh, going yeah. to catch the ball. That's going to be the guy that's going to – that's your fantasy option right there for Detroit. Yeah. I mean, he has uh, – he's proven that – I mean, the guy's just – it's all the Milo boys, man. Yeah, um, they did uh, pick up Tri- Is it Terrell Williams? Yeah, the wide receiver, and he he looked good in the preseason game. And golf looked like he was he liked him a lot and was feeding him the ball quite a bit in that game. So that's another guy that you could keep an eye on as well. I don't know if he got drafted in many leagues, but definitely have him on your uh, oh what is that your quota or whatever for the waiver wired and just keep an eye on him because he could go off easy because I see him at being their number two behind TJ Hawkinson. Yeah. But anyway, so that's the 49ers versus the Lions. Who you got this game? 49ers by a long shot. I'd say 49ers by 14. Yeah, I'm with you there. I think uh, 49ers win that game fairly easy. Um, all right, jumping over to the – other game, Minnesota Vikings, Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, quarterback situation, Joe Burrow, Kirk Cousins. I wouldn't start either of them. If you had to, maybe. Oh, I'd start Kirk. And Kirk, yeah, yeah, for sure. I um, mean, if they're in kind of one of them situations where we were talking about where, uh, you know, you're. I mean, Kirk, I mean, some people are. Kirk Cousins is their number one quarterback, you right. know what I mean? Because he does have. Cook, yeah, as their running back, so that that helps him out a lot. I'd start Cousins against this defense for certain. I mean, yeah, the Bengals are uh, is another team that's kind of wishy washy there. Um, but yeah, quarterback situation. Joe Burrow, he will throw the ball a lot, but I don't think he's comfortable enough right now. I think he's still a little shy because he tore his ACL last year and he got hit a lot. Yeah, you know, and in the Vikings defense, you know, I, I mean the. They have a good secondary. That's right, I mean, yeah. well, F. Harrison Smith, who's a beast, but who just got an extension. Yeah, he got paid. He got money, so um, I just don't know. I mean, and if they start getting into where they're getting around Burrow's legs and stuff, I don't know. Just like you said, he ha- Burrow has not looked comfortable yet. No, and uh, but yeah, I, I definitely. I mean, if you, I think unless you got unless you got Josh, you know, one of the top five. Kirk Cousins, without a heartbeat, I'd start him big time in this game. Yeah. Um, jumping over to the running back situation, that's just, I mean, you can't go wrong with Cook. No. no. Right now, you, you just can't. And I think, you know. Because he, he's going to catch the ball, run the ball. He's going to, I mean, there's times in games where he would catch screen passes and take them 40, 60 yards down the field, and you're like, good grief. Yeah, if you if you got Dalvin Cook on your team, you're, you're a happy camper this right. week. Right. The question just comes down to how long is he going to be staying healthy because he does get injured. But yeah. Cook is 100% a starter for me. Uh, Joe Mixon worries me a little bit because of that whole offensive line and that offensive scheme they run. Um, I know some people out there think he's just going to have this monster year and catch the ball a lot and run a lot. But, I mean, man, last year Joe Mixon missed a lot of games. He missed 10 games last year, and he only had he played six games, and he only had 428 yards and three touchdowns last year. 
Yeah, you know, I was high on Mixon this year. I mean, I drafted him. Ended up being a, one of the trades that I made. Um, I let him go. I traded him. I think that was a good choice. Yeah, I mean, it's just... The thing about Cincinnati is there's a lot of talent on that offensive side of the ball, but they just yeah. have not figured out how to use it yet. And maybe, you know, this Burrow I, did get hurt early and stuff, but... I, they just need an offensive line, and I think it could it could really work out for Absolutely. them. Absolutely. I mean, the, right now they just don't. But the the thing that maybe you you if you, you know you're going to start mixing if you have him, I mean I don't see anybody that wouldn't start him. But one thing I would hope for is for you know kind of garbage points, right? You know what I mean? A lot of you know because once they go into that safe defense and stuff, he's going to be the one that's going to be uh, benefiting from it. I think. Right. So. Um, I mean, I'm not saying don't start Joe Mixon. I mean, start him because he's going to get a lot of carries and he's going to get some touches, but I just don't think he's going to pan out as well as what people think. All right, jumping over to the wide receiver position. This is interesting because you got Adam Thielen, who had 14 touchdowns last year, didn't have as many yards as Justin Jefferson, who had 1,400 yards last year as a rookie. And then you got uh, T. Higgins on the other side, and you got Tyler Boyd as well. On that side. And then they drafted a guy that can't catch the ball, Chase. Man, I feel bad for um, But anyways, yeah, so that is just uh, – you could oh, – what would you lean towards? I, I like Tyler Boyd a lot. Yeah, I drafted Boyd. I don't – Minnesota's I don't have, defense is pretty stout, but I think Tyler Boyd will be able to work the slot a little more, and uh, he's going to get open. He's going to get some catches, and – I, I will project that he gets a touchdown in this game for sure. I literally have pushed it three times to put him in my lineup and haven't done it yet. And if I, because the person I'm going to substitute him for is DJ Moore from Carolina. So I still might. So uh, Tyler Boyd is, I mean, you know, they drafted Jamar Chase and Higgins is just kind of a hit and miss guy, but Boyd has been the, the constant there. You know, even with AJ Green there, I mean, when he yeah. was there. So, but. I I mean T Higgins did last year uh he finished with more yards and two more touchdowns than t- Tyler Boyd but Tyler Boyd had more catches and uh two more targets as well so but anyways uh I think Tyler Boyd and Higgins Jefferson and Thielen if you have them start them uh Tyler Boyd got drafted late in drafts yeah so I yeah. mean he's a He's a strong flex option for you, for sure, I believe. So, Anyways, we'll, we'll uh, jump over to our picks. Who do you got in this one? I got Minnesota. I think it'll be a close game. More of a uh, – oh, this one's kind of tough because I can – maybe Minnesota by a field goal would be my – I don't know how many touchdowns and stuff we scored. At least one because Tyler Boyd's getting that touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take Minnesota by 10. All right. All right, uh, moving on the list, we got the New York Jets versus the Carolina Panthers. And the quarterbacks, who will you take? This one's tough. Um, Zach Wilson, the rookie, or Sam Darnold? They both look good. Uh, Um, Jonathan Crowder is out this game. He tested positive for for COVID, so he's going to lose one of his weapons there. But, I mean, it doesn't – I don't think it will matter too much because they got Emmanuel – Moore is that his first name? Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore. So I mean, people he have been pretty high on this kid, saying he's doing yeah. well. So he's just kind of like a younger, faster version 
of Jonathan Crowder. Um, I would lean towards Zach Wilson because of his running ability, and I think that he'll he'll run the ball a lot. I think we'll see him um, a lot of bootlegs and stuff like that in this Jets offense. Yeah, I. Uh, he don't look bad at all. I'm going. I'm going to jump on that Sam Darnold bandwagon. I, I really. I think that he's got his receiving core is good. I think that they got. You know, obviously they have Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey who he's going to be checking down to a lot. So. Yeah, I'd say Sam Darnold. Which most of, most of these guys will be backups guys, but I mean, it, I, I would I'd keep them as a backup. I wouldn't. Uh... All right. Um. So, yeah, those guys. I, I would lean towards Zach Wilson as a start. Uh, the running back situation: Christian McCaffrey, one hundred percent He's healthy this year. And um, the Jets running back situation, you got Coleman, you got Johnson, and then you got that guy that they drafted, Carter. Uh, this one's kind of like a wishy-washy. I think if you uh, – maybe Coleman. Yeah, if, uh, just because he that catches John, a lot. Yeah. That Johnson guy as well will play third down, and he also catches the ball as well. So I, I would stay away from the Jets running backs as of right now. And definitely start Christian McCaffrey for sure because he's going to run the ball, catch the ball. He's going to do everything. Yeah. So, And then the uh, wide receivers, uh, you got the Jets. They got uh, Corey Davis. That looks like Zach Wilson's they favorite got a, target. Yeah, they, they got a connection. And then Elijah Moore as well. He's going to be mostly working the slot, I believe. He's a shorter guy. And then, uh, as we said, Crowder's out. And then on the Panther side, you got – Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, uh, Marshall that they drafted. Um, yeah, so the wide receivers and the Jets defense, and I'll, I don't know. I mean, it's a either hit or miss with the Panthers wide receivers. Robbie yeah. Anderson can go off. DJ Moore won't. DJ yeah. Moore could go off. Anderson won't. Absolutely. So um, it's kind of tough now with Christian McCaffrey back. But uh, I think out of their wide receivers, I'll start DJ Moore. Yeah, I'm, and Robbie Anderson. Like I said, I I just haven't I haven't pulled the trigger on it yet. I just you know because I I'm, I guess I'm what I'm buying into is Robert Sala and his defensive you know mindset and kind of how he is. That's kind of the only thing that's really wanting me to pull DJ out. But um, I took him early enough where I just I I can't pull the trigger on it yet. I'll have to see something to change my mind. But yeah, I I think DJ Moore and then. For the Jets, actually, I uh, Tyler Croft. Tyler Croft. Yeah, it seemed like him and Zach Wilson had some a uh, little bit of a connection there in the in one of the preseason. I think he threw two touchdowns that's to him. A, that could be a sleeper for him. Yeah, him, yeah. That's so, a, that guy's not on much. No, any no. So if you have spot for him, maybe wait till after this game, but maybe not because if he does go off, then everybody else is gonna be trying to get him. So. You can sneak in there and grab Croft. I I think that's going to be a. I think he's going to be a scary. Not scary. It's not the right word. I'd say a sneaky tight end this year. I think he's going to kind of come up in that Mike Gesicki type of thing. Yeah. This year. Um. My my wide receiver to start as a flex because I don't think. Uh, I think you would have two better wide receivers at this position. Is Corey Davis because he he's going to catch the ball a lot and he's going to get his yards and I think that he'll be a sneaky pick against this Panthers defense and uh, the way that they 
run their offense and stuff with Zach Wilson with his arm strength and stuff he has. So, but anyways, in this game, who do you have in this game? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Panthers. Yeah, I, I, I want to see Robert Sala succeed. Yeah. I, I, I like. The I think guy. he will. It's just gonna take a little bit. That's not a very good team right now. But um, I, yeah, I, I think I'll take the the Panthers by ten points. Yeah, I'll take the Panthers by fourteen. So, but all right, moving on to the next game, my favorite game that I'm gonna be watching all day Sunday is the Arizona Cardinals versus the Tennessee Titans. This should be a shootout. Um, uh, the quarterback situation, Ryan Tannehill or Kyler Murray. Tannehill um, has weapons to throw to. Kyler Murray does too, and they both run the ball, but Kyler Murray will run a little bit more. I would say possibly start if you have one or the other start them because it's going to be a shootout. This is going to be a fun game to watch. And besides, because I have Tannehill, and I'm, but I'd say yeah, both these quarterbacks are getting started this week. So are you starting Tannehill? No. Who's your starter? Russell Wilson. Um. Well, yeah. Anyways, if, unless you got Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, I, I would start. Um. Ryan Tannehill in yeah, this game. And, yeah, and, and, Ky- and Kyler Murray for sure. Don't as think well. that I haven't thought about it either. Take it because, <laughs> I mean, his weapons. Um, the only concern I have a little bit are they going to want to run Kyler Murray as much as what they did last year because he got hurt and then you kind of saw them uh, take that running ability away from him and yeah, it's kind of kind of went I, downhill for their offense there for a little. Well, bit. like we've talked about before, I think a lot of Kyler Murray's runs are out of necessity. Yeah. Rather than drawing up. I mean, they may think it's, you know, we might, you know, as fans be like, oh, they called another run play. Um, but Tannehill had 33 touchdowns last year. Kyle Murray only had 26 passing touchdowns last year. Um, but, yeah, the running ability on Kyle Murray. And, I mean, Ryan Tannehill can run the ball as well. So I, I would start either one of them if I had them. Uh, fortunately, I do not. So, I mean, yeah, those two guys, it's going to be a shootout, and I would start. Either one of them. Um, the running back situation, I don't know much about Arizona. I know they got James Conner and they got Edmund as well. That's pretty much their running. And uh, if my brother Wade was here, he would just bash him because he does not like Kingsbury and his offense sucks. Um, but anyways, Derrick Henry, you start that guy. Oh, I am. Um, He's on my lineup. That's my strong favorite for me to I I hope he hits two thousand yards back to back and be the first running back ever to do it, and I hope he gets that MVP vote this year. Um, yeah, so I mean James Conner could be a red zone threat. You know if they get down there, maybe they'll hand it off to him and kind of try to throw people off a little bit. But uh, the Arizona Cardinals running back situation is kind of tough right now, depending on who's gonna get what, and then one hundred percent Derrick Henry. Yeah. Um, jump into the wide receiver situation. The Tennessee Titans have Julio Jones. They got A.J. Brown, Josh Reynolds. Um, and then my sleeper for this game is going to be the Tennessee Titans um, tight end, Fersker. Um, I picked him up on waiver wire or on the waiver wire this year. Uh, I had Irv Smith Jr., which, of course, is out for the season. And uh, I have Logan Thomas as my starter. But uh, I Fersker will 100% be a sleeper with with those other guys on the outside. Um, and then on the Arizona Cardinals side, you got DeAndre Hopkins, um, Christian, Christian Kirk. Kirk, A.J. Green. You got that Moore kid that they drafted from Purdue as well. That could be a, a guy that to keep an eye on. I 
I wouldn't start them this week. I would just keep an eye on them and see how they're going to use them. But definitely start DeAndre Hopkins. He tears Tennessee up no matter what. It doesn't matter what team he's on. The Houston Texans or the Arizona Cardinals, he just always finds a way to, to burn Tennessee. Uh, AJ Green, though, that's a tough one. Like I said, I think that he might, in one of our podcasts, that he might be a bust because of his age and the best years behind him. Um, I just hope they didn't draft AJ Green on thinking he's going to be AJ Green. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I I still think he's got some football in him. Um, I don't know. Man, I don't know. That's a tough one. I don't know if I would start him this week or not. But uh, yeah, that's you want to talk about. You want to talk about a game that's got some wide receiving skill, right? Because right. I looked on Arnold, and I think Christian Kirk is available in a lot of. Right, he, yeah, he's getting overlooked because of A.J. Brown being there. All right, A.J. Green being there, and uh, and they drafted that more kid. So. But, yeah, I would start any of these wide receivers, Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, and then my sleeper would be Frisker for sure. Yeah. Um, like I said, this is this will be a shootout, and I think Tennessee will win because, um, of course, they're my team. But, I yeah, I think they'll win, and I think that they'll win by at least 10 points. But I think you're talking a game that's going to be in the high 30s. If 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 they can keep Kyler Murray under wraps, I, but I guess I'll just be different. I'll, I'll take the cards by three. Ooh. All right, so moving on to the next game, we got the Cleveland Browns and the Kansas City Chiefs. This is going to be a good game to watch. They met in the playoffs, and the Browns, Gave all the Chiefs could handle there. Yeah. Um, quarterback situation, obviously, we're going to all pick Patrick Mahomes. Um, I don't know how many people have drafted Baker Mayfield. Um, but uh, he'll he'll throw the ball quite a bit against this Kansas City team, maybe. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't start Baker Mayfield in this game. No. Um, but, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, he's going to have a field day, like always, because he's – Add Kelsey or Kels, sorry, and Tyreek Hill as well. Um, the running back situation: Clyde Edward Hilaire's healthy. He he did have a little bit of an ankle sprain during the preseason, and um, but he's healthy and he's ready to rock and roll. Andy Reid says, and then of course you got your boy Nick Chubb, yeah, and Kareem Hunt, yeah. I you can't go wrong with either one of them. Uh, I would lean more towards the Cleveland Browns. Nick Chubb, um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. And that Browns defense is pretty stout, but the Chiefs also upgraded their offensive line. Yeah. And uh, I think that he'll, Clyde Edwards Hilaire will be a future back because I think that they'll try to um, run the ball just a little bit more to kind of keep teams off. Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, as far as the Brown, on the Browns side, if you have Chubb, start Chubb. If you have Cream Hunt, you start Cream Hunt. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I don't care. He's got a little bit of a vendetta against that Kansas City team. You know what I mean? So Yeah. Um, and He'll he'll love the – he's going to catch the ball. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm definitely Nick Chubb all the way. Yeah. Um, I would start – I Cl- mean, I am starting Clyde's head over to Lair and definitely Nick Chubb in this game and possibly Hunt as a, a flex, flex yeah. as well. So – um. Anyway, so Jerry's got to take off, and it'll just be me. Probably finishing. finish this. Bad I'll, fin- boy I'll up. finish this up as fast as I can for you guys. Um. Uh. Before we go, who who do you think will take this game? I'll take the cheat. I mean, I think Kansas City wins by thirteen. Okay. Um. 
in the wide receiver situation, uh, you got uh, Tyree Kill, of course, definitely start that guy. Travis Kells, definitely start that guy. Kell Hardman's probably a sleeper. Hardman's probably a sleeper. Of, um, any wide receiver for the Chiefs is a sleeper. Yeah, yeah, that's Besides true. Tyree Kill. And then the Cleveland Browns, you've got Odell Beckham, who may or may not play. He's a decision. Um, I would sit Odell for a while until he's 100% healthy and ready to rock and roll on that knee that he tore last year. Jarvis Landry is going to get some catches. I'd start Jarvis. Slot. And a, a sleeper for that is um, Donovan Peoples-Jones, I yeah. think. And uh, he, he might sleep, uh, surprise people this year with how many – targets and stuff but anyways jerry's out and i'm gonna finish this podcast up and um yeah i definitely start the wide receivers that uh because i this will be i believe a shootout kind of like the playoff game and um i would take the chiefs by a touchdown possibly two um patchman holmes is gonna have a field day i believe and get back to his mvp form which he has never left so, anyways, we're going to be moving on to the next game is the Miami Dolphins and the New England Patriots. And the big uh, news for this game is that Mac Jones is the starter this year and a rookie for the Patriots offense. I don't see any fantasy value for Mac Jones as of right now. I think they're going to run the ball and kind of slowly help him learn the offense a little bit more. And then Tua as well. Uh... I think Tua has more of an upside on this game. I think he's gonna, he's got that running ability as well. But uh, Belichick does do well against game plan and against other teams' quarterbacks. And Tua hasn't really proved to me to be a stud quarterback. And uh, I wouldn't start either one of these guys in this game. And uh, yeah, so now the running back situation though. I do like um, Harris, the running back for the Patriots this year. Um, he's going to be the starter, and he looks ready to rock and roll, and I think that he'll get a lot of a lot of rushing attempts. I think James White will get a lot of the um, third downs, and uh, it said uh, that James White is getting comfortable with Mac Jones, and Mac Jones is getting comfortable with James White. So that is uh, promising. I think you should pick him up and have him on your team because he would be a good guy to start in a flex once things get rolling with Mac Jones. But, uh, yeah, um, Harris, the running back for the Patriots, I think he's going to have a, a good game against Miami. And uh, this, this will be a fun game to watch as well. And then you got Gaskins as well for the Miami Dolphins, who's uh, going to get a lot of touches both running and catching the ball as well. And uh, I would – put him in as a flex option as well um let's see here uh they they do have malcolm brown from the rams this year that might take some of the goal line carries but uh the feature back will be gaskins and he was a top 10 uh, running back last year before he got injured because of his running ability and uh his catching ability as well um, and then the wide receivers, you know, that, this is kind of tough for me because, you know, you got a rookie quarterback, Mac Jones on one side, and then you got Tua who didn't perform very well last year for Miami. And, um, 
maybe one of the tight ends for the Patriots, maybe Jonu Smith for the Patriots, even possibly Hunter Henry. But, uh, yeah, Tua being the quarterback stuff, kind of rough. Um, They got Devontae Parker. Um, I don't see any of these wide receivers I would start. Um, I do like uh, Gusecki. Gusecki has a tight end. He's a good, he should be a good start against this Patriots defense, and uh, I think he'll get targeted a lot. But, I mean, besides Devontae Parker and Williams and Grant, I think that uh, most of this, this game – I would stick more towards the tight ends and running backs in this game. So, and I will go ahead and um, I pick, ooh, this game. I'd pick uh, probably New England by three. Um, I think that uh, it'll be a close game. It'll probably be a low-scoring game, I think, and uh, I think the Patriots will edge them out with – a field goal at the end. Um, moving on our list, we got the Denver Broncos versus the New York Giants. And you got um, Daniel Jones. And then you have Teddy Bridgewater, which I either of these guys, I don't know if there's any fantasy value. If there is, it would be Teddy Um which I, was a little, I ain't going to lie, I was a little surprised that he won the job from Drew Locke. Um, but he did pretty well there in Carolina. Um, and then you got Daniel Jones as well, who adds that little rushing ability. We saw it one Thursday night when he took off and could have scored like an 80-yard run, but he tripped and fell and over his own feet as he was pretty much walking in the end zone. But... Uh, um, all he pretty much has is uh, Sterling Shepard and uh, Slayton right now, and uh, he should have Saquon Bartley back, but uh, he's will probably be on a limited basis. It looks like um, he's another guy, a surprise. I would possibly consider sitting him, not even starting Bartley because because uh, of that injury. He doesn't. He doesn't. I don't know. I think he's worried about his knee, and. Uh, just keep an eye on that. And then the Denver Broncos running back situation. Oh, man, this one's tough because Melvin Gordon was almost a 1,000 yards rusher last year, I believe. And uh, he hasn't done too bad to lose his job yet to the rookie Williams. But I like Melvin Gordon this week against the Giants defense. I think the Giants have a lot to work on still. And um, I think with Teddy Bridgewater as quarterback, I think we'll see the ball them running the ball a little more. Uh, Melvin Gordon finished with 986 yards last year, and he had nine touchdowns. I think, I mean, he should have a decent game against the Giants, but he'll also lose that third down um, position to that rookie Williams, who will be a part of this offense for sure. But I would lean towards more Gordon. Yeah, you know, I don't see too much fantasy value out of Booker, uh, the backup to Saquon Barkley. And then um, jumping over to the wide receiver side, of course, Kenny Galladay is injured and probably will miss this game. 
the Giants side, I, I do like Sterling Shepard. I think that he'll get a lot of catches and he'll get some yards. He looks like the healthiest guy out of them all. And Slayton's pretty fast. He'll be a deep threat. He's a hit-or-miss guy. I don't see him doing too much this game against Denver's defense. Denver's defense is it's going to be a tough defense. They got tough corners. They got a good pass rush. It's going to be tough for the Giants. And then you got Jerry Judy. I think uh, for the Denver Broncos, he's going to do very well um, in this game. Uh, you got Sutton as well. I think that he'll do decent, but I think Jerry Judy is the guy to have this game. And my sleeper will have to be, let's see here, Hamler. I, he, I, he looks healthy. He had it on 10 pounds in the offseason. Um, he had 30 catches last year, 381 yards and three touchdowns, but he also missed three games. And, uh, yeah, but uh, I would I would stick with Jerry Judy and um, – Hamler, and do not forget Noah Fant as well. Noah Fant had uh, 62 catches last year, 673 yards and three touchdowns. And he's just a, a freak athlete at, his, at tight end as well. He's fast. He can block. Um, and with Teddy Bridgewater as quarterback, I think that he'll get quite a bit of targets. Um, Kyle Rudolph will be starting for the Giants. Um, Evan Ingram will be out. I don't see too much fantasy value out of um, what's his name, but uh, Kyle Rudolph. But I, I'm I would start Jerry Judy if you have him. Noah Fant in my sleeper situation would be Hamler, um, Sutton. You could start him too, I believe. Um, yeah, this New York Giants team's kind of rough, just a little bit, but yeah. It depends on who Bradbury for the Giants will be on. I think he'll try to follow, or I think he'll probably stay on Stanton for most of the time because Jerry Judy can run the slot. But I, I like the Denver Broncos as an edge. So I'm going to take the Denver Broncos because of their defense and uh, the Giants not really knowing what's going on over there, especially with Saquon. And I think that it'll be, uh, I think the Denver Broncos will win by 14. All right, moving on to the game of the week is the Green Bay Packers for the New Orleans Saints. And the Saints will be playing at the at Jacksonville Jaguars Stadium. Uh, they have a new quarterback. Jameis Winston will be their starter this year. Drew Brees retired. And you got Aaron Rodgers, of course. I don't think you can go wrong with either of them because they're both going to throw the ball a lot. And I think this will be a high-scoring game. You got Aaron Rodgers, the MVP. He's back and ready to go. This could be his last dance, per se, for the with the Packers. And you got Jameis Winston, who's who got who won the job over Tyson Hill, and uh, the only thing that concerns me a little bit about Jameis Winston is his weapons. I don't know if he's gonna have, he's not gonna have as many weapons as you know Aaron Rodgers. You know Michael Thomas is out at least the first eight weeks, but I would definitely start. Um, you could probably definitely start either of them because the Packers defense isn't the greatest. But uh, I'd definitely start Aaron Rodgers and possibly Jameis Winston if I had him. Uh, the running back situation, you got Kamara, and then you got Aaron Jones. Uh, they The Saints did just release Latavius Murray. So uh, I had Alvin Kamara last year. He did very well with catching the ball and especially with 
um, Jameis Winston at quarterback. Now he will catch the ball, and uh, he'll be a top five running back this week, I believe, with the Packers defense. And then um, Aaron Jones as well. Uh, the The Saints defense is a little bit better, but Aaron Jones will get his touches and catches as well. You start either one of them. Um, if A.J. Dillon didn't get drafted in your leagues, I'd be keeping an eye on him as well, especially if Aaron Jones gets injured. You definitely snag that guy up. And then jumping over to the wide receivers, you got Devontae Adams who just tore it up last year. He missed two games and still was ridiculous. And he's a must start. He's he's going to get the ball a lot. Like I said, this is probably Aaron's last year with the Green Bay Packers. So I'd definitely start him. Um, Robert Tanya as well, who had 11 touchdowns. And Devontae Adams had 18 touchdowns last year. Um, they got Randall Cobb back. I don't, I'm not too um, concerned with Cobb right now. Uh, who else do they got there? Um, Devin Funches, of course, is on IR, season-ending IR, so he's done. But, uh, yeah, I'd definitely start um, Devontae Adams and Robert Tunyon for sure. And then over on the Saints side, they're New Orleans Saints. Um, let's see here. The wide receivers have a edge a little bit um because they do have Jameis Winston throwing the ball and we know Jameis Winston loves to throw the ball um Callaway will get his targets it depends on if Jair Alexander is going to be guarding him or not but it looked like Jameis Winston likes to throw him the ball they don't have Sanders anymore they don't have Cook anymore Traquan Smith he should be there Callaway D Harris but uh I think the main guy here is probably Callaway. You could possibly start him as a flex just because um, Michael Thomas is gone and all that, and it looked like James Winston has um, some chemistry with him. So, But I'm going to pick the Packers this week for uh, by, uh, we'll just say seven by one touchdown, I think. Then moving on to the Sunday night game, you got the – Chicago Bears versus the LA Rams. In the quarterback situation, I'm not touching Andy Dalton. I don't even I don't even want to talk about him. But Matthew Stafford's gonna have a good game. I think he's finally gonna have a team and the weapons and the offensive line and the scheme to take off this year. And he'll be a he'll we'll probably be talking about him as being a, an MVP candidate this year. He's got Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. Deshaun Jackson, um, they drafted a rookie, 2-2, um, and then he's got Higby as well, um, so I give the edge to the Rams, and then I definitely start Matthew Stafford, 100%. Now, the running back situation, David Montgomery finished in the top five of the last four games of this season as a top running back, but... With this Rams stout defense, I, I mean, he, he, you will probably start him, but I won't expect much from David Montgomery this game against the Rams. And then the Rams, of course, you got Henderson, who's has a sprained th- uh, thumb or something like that. And then you got Sony Michelle, 
I think this will be more of a passing game right off the bat, but I think the Rams will take off. I think uh, keep an eye on Sony Michelle. I really like Sony Michelle. I think he'll end up taking that job from Henderson, and uh, we'll see Sony Michelle kind of be a guy that you wish that you might have picked up or draft lead in the rounds. Um, if I had Sony Michelle on my team, I'd consider putting him in a flex as uh, – I mean, being a Sunday night game, I always like to have somebody on Sunday night games and Thursday night games and possibly Monday night games, depending on who's playing. But, uh, yeah, um, I think David Montgomery won't have a game as good as what he – but what people think. I think David Montgomery might uh, be stuffed in this game with the Rams' tough defense. Now, the wide receiver side, I mean, you could start any of the Rams' wide receivers, um, Cooper Cup. He's going to get a lot of touches, and Robert Woods as well. And then, I mean, Higby as well. I mean, you saw TJ Hawkinson with the Detroit Lions. He he did very well with Matthew Stafford. So that's another guy that could be a sleeper tight end for you guys. A lot of these sleepers have been tight ends for me, and I'm sorry. But I don't know. Maybe I love tight ends. Um, And then the Bears, you got Mooney. Allen Robertson, um, Jimmy Graham, Kinnett. I mean, with Andy Dalton, I don't see too much. I mean, Allen Robinson, but I think he'll be followed by James, uh, by Ramsey. Or uh, maybe they'll just line up on the left side. And I think Ramsey only plays on the right side of the field. So, But uh, I don't see too much from the Bears as of this moment right now until Justin Fields gets put in the game, especially with Andy Dalton. I think he'll turn the ball over quite a bit, and the Rams will have a heyday. And I mean, I would definitely start the Rams' defense against the Chicago Bears. I think the Rams walk away with this one, probably win by, I, I would say this will probably be the, uh, probably by 17. I'll take the Rams by 17. This game's going to, yeah, I think the Bears, Andy Dalton won't be the starter for long, and I think we'll see that. And, yeah, I would definitely, definitely uh, start Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, and possibly Higby. Um, but, anyways, moving on to the Monday night game. You got the Baltimore Ravens versus the Las Vegas Raiders. And the quarterback situation, Lamar Jackson, you definitely start him 100%. He's got that running ability, and especially with them, these running backs out. He might have to run a little bit more until those these other guys get caught up, Le'Veon Bell and Devontae Freeman. Um, and then you got Derek Carr on the other side, which who could have a, a pretty good game as well because the um, Raiders, or the Ravens, sorry, lost their best DB in Michael Peters. Or uh, Peters uh, towards ACL, so uh, definitely keep an eye out on their wide receivers. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, I think I definitely lean towards Lamar Jackson and Derek Carr if he got drafted. I imagine he's just a backup to a better quarterback, so I wouldn't be too concerned with him. The running backs, I like. I mean, the the Raiders' defense front seven is pretty legit. Their linebackers and their down linemen are pretty good against the run. Um, but they did. They are going to be missing another key players as well. Um, 
he left in free agency. So, uh, uh, do, 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 but, oh my gosh, Jacobs, sorry, it's been a long day. Uh, Jacobs should have a decent game with the Raiders and a sleeper guy to, to watch. I wouldn't start him, but keep an eye on is Kenyon Drake. He'll be the backup. And, uh, I heard he's been playing wide receiver and being split out at, at wide receiver and stuff and they're putting both of them on the field at the same time so that's interesting to watch but josh jacobs should have a decent game in this game um and then the baltimore ravens running back situation i mean they signed Le'Veon bell Devontae freeman they just signed latavius murray as well um gus edwards tore his acl jk dobbins tore his acl um there's just a lot of people getting hurt over there and uh yeah, so they got oh, what's his name? They just uh, Smith will be their running back. I don't know any running back for the Baltimore Ravens should do pretty well. Uh, but right now, I just kind of stay away from them until they get up to speed. But I would start Josh Jacobs for sure, one hundred percent. And then the wide receivers, uh, like it's the Raiders should have a decent. Um, a decent game, especially wide receivers. Uh, Henry Ruggs the third should have a decent game, I believe. He could be a flex option. Um, Brian Edwards as well. He looked pretty good in preseason. And then you got Hunter Renfro as well that would be working the slot. He could be another guy that could uh, go off in, in this game as well. But um, And then the Raiders side, I'm not big on Lamar Jackson's throwing ability, but, uh, you know, you got Sammy Watkins. He's the guy that you should keep an eye on because uh, Rashad Bateman, he's injured. He's out for at least three weeks, I think. And then uh, Hollywood Brown as well. He'll be playing, but he had a hamstring injury during training camp and preseason, so I'd keep an eye on that. But I think Sammy Watkins, he's healthy right now. Uh, well, he did have a little hiccup of injury during training camp or whatnot, but he should do pretty well. And then Mark Andrews for them is going to go off. He's going to be targeted the most probably. So definitely start Mark Andrews and definitely start Darren Waller. He's going to be a stud as well in this game. And, uh, I think I'll take the, I'm going to take the Raiders as an upset because they're, um, Ravens have all those injuries and stuff, and they got a lot to overcome. But I'm going to take the Raiders by three, and it's going to be a fun game to watch. And, uh, yeah, sorry about this podcast and everybody being gone. It was just being me this last 20 minutes or so. Um, we appreciate you guys listening to us, and just please continue to pass us on and and uh, help other people listen to us and uh, – yeah, we love your feedback. Go on Twitter, find us on the Fam Eighty. Uh, today is September eleventh. It was the twentieth anniversary of the uh, attack, and I just want to thank all the first responders and military and Air Force and everybody involved in all that. And we just thank you guys for your service, and just thank you all for uh, listening to us and sharing the love and all that. And just thank you so very much, and welcome to the family. And uh, we'll be back on next Tuesday, and we out. Thank you. <laughs>